Welcome to This Is Our Year, the Minnesota football show. Oh my gosh. Oh, what an amazing game. Oh, oh, oh. Just, just incredible. I mean, there, there were just so many moments. It went back and forth. Game-changing moments on, on both sides, both teams. Offense, defense, special teams. Oh my goodness! I I didn't get to watch most of the game. I had to listen to uh, the radio. I was, I was listening as well, but it was amazing. Oh my goodness! It was incredible. You know, okay. I just want to start off. Well, first of all, I guess if you didn't watch the game, Vikings win in an overtime thriller, thirty-three to thirty over the Bills. But there was an interesting stat that uh, Paul Allen was bringing up during the broadcast that it was like fifteen consecutive drives throughout this season where anytime enemies got into the red zone, they scored touchdowns. I was actually unaware of that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But huh. Oh my gosh. This just, <laughs> everything happened in this game. Uh, I, I mean, you got, you got Justin Jefferson. What do you have? 193 receiving yards and a touchdown. My goodness. And probably the catch of the year. That is wow. I, I'm just still, kind of in disbelief that this game ended the way that it did and everything in between as well. Like not just the ending, but like coming back like 20 points behind and just at the end of regulation, we need about an inch to sneak. Don't get it. The bills need about an inch to get out of their own end zone. They can't get it. They fumble the ball and we pick it up for a touchdown. Yeah. I mean, that was like, at that point, that's where I was, jumping up and down and screaming in the apartment, you know, like I can't imagine what the radio call must have been like, but oh, my, my, oh, uh, Paul, like he was going off the wall. He was, uh, oh my goodness. He was livid. He was angry with the refs. He was, uh, oh, he was, I thought he was going to pop a blood vessel and maybe fall on the ground and croak, but it was, uh, <laughs> well, Mikey, if you were, you were listening at the time, you'll admit he was, I've never seen him as, like, stirred up as he was in this game. Oh, and just, like, at the end, when the Vikings were going for a final score, like, the ref wouldn't make a call. And they said, and it's, make the call! Both him and uh, and the guy up there, I think Gabe Henderson was up there with him. They were were just livid. The refs hadn't made a call. It had been, it felt like an eternity. Mm -hmm. I think it took, it did take a while to sort out that pile because, like, Kendricks was there in the bottom with it. But then they had to go into replay to make sure because they were trying to decide whether or not the Vikings had it at the one yard line or if it was a touchdown. Yeah. 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 Oh, my goodness. I mean, again, it's one of those things where, like, it certainly wasn't pretty. But, oh, my gosh, they come out, they get the win 33-30 at Highmark Stadium. Yeah. Just an unbelievable game. They put up 13 points in the fourth quarter. I mean, this is a team that can beat anybody. And again, it it won't be pretty, but they can come back from huge deficits against great teams. I think my prediction then was pretty close because I said 30-28. Yeah, I I think – I honestly don't even remember what mine was. I think it was like 20-30. But but we did get the one – I'm pretty sure how many it was a two interceptions and one fumble by Josh Allen. Yeah, no, you were you got that. I didn't think that was coming true. 
but just like listening to it, it was, it was, it just sounded like Josh Allen was unstoppable. He could do anything he wanted to out there. He did he not could. sound like he was he, limited at all. No, Josh Allen was, especially for not having practice, he is truly the future, I think, at the position. I mean, he is a lot of comparisons to a young Ben Roethlisberger, but with more mobility. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, Josh Allen, I think this game, he really did prove, I mean, not even this game, but he's been proving for a long time now that he is the real deal. He is the the premier package for the position right now in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just incredible. 6'5", 240 pounds. I, I was just, I was so, so surprised that this was able to work, that the Viking, that he wasn't able to get out of that end zone and muff the handoff. Just absolutely unbelievable i'm still in disbelief about it no i can't believe we won there are so many points in the game where that i just could not believe like but at the same time this isn't the first time we've done this this season uh it's just wow uh the team no, is just it's so the story of the season yeah i mean they're just the team is so on lock with everybody and in these moments um like to bring it to another, it almost reminds me of like the a basketball game at the end of the at the end of the game. Usually, you have a player or two who you know who's going to take the shot, who's going to take the last second three, who's going to take the big jump shot and win the game. And it just seems like our team is just in coherence with each other and just really locked in at these end of the games. That doesn't matter what they're going up against, what the deficit is, what the challenge they have to get over, the hurdle. They're going to do it together, and it doesn't matter. You, you literally could be one play away from them taking a knee and winning the game. But our team is so good right now that that doesn't even matter. You are not even – there is no such thing right now as a taking a knee and winning the game against the Vikings, apparently. They're not – they're just going to come at you with everything, and that – it's just amazing. There are so many times in this game, though, and, it, like, you can't even just say at the end of the game – the Vikings had multiple opportunities to put it away. You take that three at the end of the first half, wouldn't go into overtime. You make the extra point kick and Greg doesn't mix it, you wouldn't go into overtime. There were so many chances that we got in this game. And that's just, we're putting ourselves in these positions to win as a team. And it's amazing. Are, are yeah. we not ruling out trading a first round pick for Justin Tucker yet? Are, are we? Yeah, I, I, I think I we're, mean, we're past okay the trade that. deadline for one, but I mean, ugh. I don't know. I mean, that's another thing. You know, when we've got our team rolling on all cylinders like this, do you cut your kicker, even though he's been having a tough go? Do you cut him? No, but this is his last year. He's not. No, I mean, unless unless he turns around and has a perfect second half of the season here. I mean, I don't I don't know. I don't see him being back. I agree with you there. But a lot of I mean, I don't know. Still made the kicks that we needed to. Still got the game-winning kick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, my gosh. This was – a lot of our wins, you know, they've been very close wins, and we've had just tight games where we've come back in the end. And I think, you know, a lot of the argument has been just that the Vikings are winning, like, in really fluky ways. This was not a fluke. No, no we not a fluke right. at all. I mean, yeah. it, we got really lucky. Mm-hmm. And we should have lost it after because Josh Allen fumbling at the one well, I wouldn't even call it the one yard line in the end zone it was literally in the end zone 
fumbling there, that's not something that it was it's on the Vikings for like being able to cover that, but at the same time, that we should have lost. That should have been it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we should have lost, but also at the same time, he's got to get out just the same way that Cousins was an inch from getting in. Well, yeah, we brought the pressure. Arguing, there are some people arguing why not punt or why not uh, take the safety. No, that's what they were hoping. That honestly, I think that's what the that's even I think what Paul said is like they should maybe just potentially take a safety and then just have to punt the ball away. Uh, but still, it's just when you've ooh. got when you've got six five, two hundred and forty pound Josh Allen, you think he can he can move the ball just out of the end zone at least, you know. And yeah, I guess if he holds on to the ball and gets brought, I mean. That's just it. Like, if he hangs on to the ball, you got a safety. But he didn't. Yeah. yeah I, I, I'm at the point where you're right, Mike. The Vikings can beat anybody. You know, give me Philly now. Give me Philly. Why not? We want Philly. But, um, okay, guys, what is something you learned from this game? I feel like this game really taught a lot about the Vikings team this year. Is there anything you saw on the field this game that you're like, okay, this yes. is now I have this I, is this is the Vikings. What what are you gonna say? I've got a I've got one that it's actually a negative. It's it's a negative that we still haven't been able to shake. It's that the Vikings, and we haven't really been in this spot yet this season where we've been down by a couple of several scores, you know, besides the last two weeks. Yes, but at the same time, I it's the Vikings really fell into a script with this game where I feel like we almost became predictable where it was like the running game completely gone for most of the game. That first half for sure. Yeah. Where it's like, Oh, we got desperate really fast. And I feel like if we had maybe just sat down, taken our time a little bit, we could have gotten back into the game a lot sooner. That's my only thing is that I feel like we got a little trigger happy at times. I agree it. with you. I, I think it seemed like they got really, really kind of afraid of the running game in that first half. I mean, it took it took that 81-yard burst, a career long, by the way, for Dalvin Cook. Really? Career long? Not season yeah. long? Career. That is career. A career long. Wow. Yeah, I mean, and what, I think once that happened, you know, the ground game really opened up. And when you, you go into overtime – He's he was averaging near ten yards a carry in overtime. Like, I don't know why. What why not feed these running backs? Why why do we have to stick to a script where if we're behind, we need to just be trying to throw twenty five yard bombs? It just it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me because then the Bills started recognizing okay they're behind. These are the guys that they're probably going to end up going to, and then for a lot of those passes you know Hawkinson would be locked down Jefferson would be there were a couple passes that Jefferson got batted away from him because he was locked down you know Mm -hmm. yeah you know it's one of those things because when we had Zimmer you know everything it was just so it felt disgusting the amount of times that he would go to the run but he wasn't wrong about the success on establishing a run how it affects the whole rest of your game and what Kirk Cousins is really good at with those play action bootlegs you know so that that does seem to be an ongoing problem for the Vikings this season. It seems that it's not something that they can't overcome because they have. But that that's definitely a, an area where they can improve. I agree with you there 100%. Well, what do you think, Mikey? What did you learn? 
Um, I learned that Justin Jefferson over Stefan Diggs. I mean, yes, wouldn't it have been great to have them both? But I, I think to me, it did become clear today that Justin Jefferson is an upgrade. I know we were talking before, you know, and people say, you know, they're they're statistically very much the same. It was a win-win. Yes, it was a win-win. But Jefferson is the guy. Ten receptions, 193 yards. He was averaging 19.3 yards of reception today. He was just incredible. And, you know, you throw in that rookie contract as well. Justin Jefferson is the man. Yeah. I, the, you're not wrong there at all. I, I, there was a part of me that was kind of wondering, it's like, gosh, you know, we don't seem to be hitting him in the deep ball as much Is Kirk's just not, is Kirk not feeling as confident with his arm as he used to be, but I, Kirk just put everything in the correct spot. Credit to the Buffalo defense. There are definitely times, like I said, where they were able to get the ball away from him or disrupt the pass. No, and but, that, that wind in the first half was uh, it was a lot to deal with. Yeah, it was uh, it was looking scary for Kirk in the beginning of that game. It had you know shades of Philly. I'm thinking, oh no, do they just have his number? Is this the kind of game it's going to be? Just those two picks. I mean, I say just, but I mean, two picks. He still he ended up throwing for 357 yards and a touchdown. Two picks, 30 for 50. So not not excellent. That's 60 percent completion. But I mean. We got the job done. But got and that's against done. a very daunting, daunting defense. Well, yeah, they were averaging 14.8 points allowed per game. We put up 33 on those guys. Now, before we, uh, Austin, before you say your piece, I just, I, I, right before this, I watched O'Connell's uh, locker room speech. And he mentioned that apparently this is like the first time in 40 something years that the Bills have lost when they've been up by 14. Yeah, I, I saw that as well. That is – that's crazy. This Vikings team, they're special. We said it all season. There is something special about this team, something different about this season. And I'm just really excited to see where it goes. Austin, what did you learn? I learned that TJ Hawkinson is going to be a big, big piece of this offense. Um I mean, I can only imagine the amount of usage we're already going through him with him only knowing the playbook for such a short period of time. And it would have just been so Vikings, too, to acquire a guy like that and then just misuse him completely. I have a feeling that he is going to be one of the biggest, uh, like, kind of, like, workhorses on the offense. Like, oh, my goodness. I would not be surprised if this guy is getting – nine plus reception uh, targets each week at the tight end position. I just have a feeling he is going to be a huge part of this offense moving forward. Yeah. TJ Hawkinson was a second on the team in receptions. He had seven receptions on the day for 45 yards. He was, uh, he was really, really being used as a big dump down guy for Kirk. And that's what we need, you know, because that's been kind of a, a narrative throughout Kirk's career, you know, that he's a dink and dunk kind of a dude. We get a guy like TJ Hawkinson who can do things after the catch. That is game changing for Kirk and for this offense in general. Yeah. Oh. Absolutely. I still um, can't believe we won it. It's just, yeah. that is, it looked at so many times that we were not going to win this game. Uh, it got to the point where I, I just had to leave the house for a little bit. 
<laughs> and into a store. Oh yeah, and just kind of like disconnect. I, I turned the game off of the TV and uh, played Madden and watched it on my iPad because I was like, well, this seems like a you know, this game's a wash at this point. I might as well like do some fun. The TV until it became one of the most exciting games. Some are saying in NFL history. I mean, some are already putting it up there. I remember I watched that. Um, I don't know if you guys watched this game. This was a few years ago. The uh, Chiefs and uh, Rams, yeah, both wearing their kind of color rush alternate uniforms. Yep, yep. I saw that one. Hot yeah. take. People are putting it up there with that one. I got a real hot take right now. Okay. What is it? Uh, this is a preview to the Super Bowl. People are saying that could be true. This is the preview to the Super Bowl. It could be. Uh, I, I was actually reminded today uh, there was a graphic. It was going around last year. No team has lost to Kirk Cousins and gone on to win the Super Bowl. Uh, is he the Grim Reaper? He might be. That's on a season-by-season basis, though, correct? I, I think ever. I mean, I... I um, it might, no, it's got to be, be season, season by season. By season basis. Basis. It can't be ever, you know, but like. Yeah, because he's probably almost played every team in the league. I'm not saying he's well, beaten every team. But, but they right. just have never won the Super Bowl. They've, you can't, they haven't won a Super Bowl after losing to Kirk. Yeah, yeah after so any team that we've played so far and won against, those teams are not going on to win a Super Bowl this year. Right. Yeah. Doesn't mean that the one team that we lost against is going to the Super Bowl. I mean, who who really knows? But again, Austin, like you said last week, if we were to face the Eagles again, it would be different. Yeah, give them. I want them. Yeah, yeah. I've I've been saying this a lot this season. Um, I just feel like a lot of our wins were against teams that aren't really maybe teams you brag about beating. Um, this game is a this is a game that you brag about that going into the playoffs, going up against a team, they're going to be like, well, they beat the Bills. Well, they beat Josh Allen. That that gives you street cred in on the season, and this is a big win for the Vikings if they really want to actually have a name for themselves and kind of stir up fear in the league. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, and Josh Allen, if we don't go up the power rankings this week, I am going to lose it. We will honestly. If we don't if we don't? It's it, the Bills will just fall. You know, I don't see any we, way that we're below, below the Bills, Bills after that. Bills were number consensus number one though. A lot of the power rankings they've been number two to the Eagles. Yeah, I've seen Eagles most of the time at number one. I think I see Josh Allen at QB number one. Oh yeah, I, I always keep forgetting about the Eagles. It's true. Yeah, no, it, it it's been so long since we faced them, and they're not really up. You know, we're, and they got a tough to game tonight. Them. Still, they still have to play tonight in a tough matchup against a divisional team. They've got Monday night, right? No, I think they got Sunday night. No, Sunday night is uh 49ers and. Yeah, uh, I got, oh, I Chargers. Yeah, yeah, they got Monday night. And honestly, I, is Chase Young back? Anybody um, know? I don't know. I mean, if Chase Young is back, I don't know. This is not a gimme win for those Eagles. Nope. So, it doesn't matter. Even if the Eagles lose, they'll still stay above us because of their beat win over us. But right, right. that puts us at one win and one loss for them away from taking the first seed. Right. No, this is – I mean, this was – Huge. I think this was one that at the beginning of the year, most Vikings fans consensus probably had us losing this game. I sure did. 
Mm-hmm. And who oh, do we get next week now? Game up to a few weeks ago. Yeah, I think, yeah. Basically, up until I think we made the episode yesterday, and I was kind of already chalking this up, and no, it's we right, played no, good. Wait. Yeah, I mean, and, and I was a little, I was a little afraid when uh, when we get the news that Josh Allen, he's going to be playing. Uh, their third string was not activated in time, so Josh Allen gets to start. He played, I mean, he played pretty well. He had 84 rushing yards, averaging 14 yards per run. Just uh, the dude can do it all. 330 yards through the air. Just. So- I know yeah, you guys were incredible. listening to the. I know you guys were listening to Paul's call. Um, did you at all see that on the very first Patrick Peterson pick that Josh Allen appeared to kind of go down for a bit and he looked kind of shook up? I heard about it, but I, I heard so it, yeah. what happened was they came to the consensus that after Pat Pete had already kind of like slid down, Josh went to kind of like I think down him and. Um, in that process of kind of downing him, um, he, I think, kind of screwed up his elbow a little bit. But that clearly did not affect him for the rest of the game. Right. I mean, that was that was pretty late, right? Yeah. I mean, I want to say it didn't affect him for the rest of the game because that last interception was not a great pass. No, it wasn't. It wasn't good. I don't. I don't know what he saw because I did actually get to see overtime. I was. Yeah, I did know, too. I was driving I was, home and I was sitting in my car through the end of the fourth quarter, we're just sitting in the parking garage listening. Like, okay, if it goes into overtime, we're going to go inside and we're going to watch on the TV. And it did. Oh my goodness. Vikings win the toss. I was just, I was so scared the whole time. CJ Ham with the tails never fails. Yeah, no, that was excellent. CJ Ham gets his first uh, rushing touchdown of the year. First since what? 2017. They said, I find that hard to believe. I feel like he's had rushing touchdowns since then, but I guess not. He's but had anyway. conversions. He's had like third and fourth down conversions, but I, yeah, I don't know about Tuddy. No, I, I, Apparently not. I believe, I believe them for sure. But uh, no, I was just thinking like, oh man, we have, we absolutely must score a touchdown on this overtime drive because Josh Allen, he will bring it all cool. the way down. Doesn't matter if we drained out most of the clock, they will bring it all the way down. They're taking touchdown shots and they're probably going to score. So it was just edge of your seat through that entire end part of the game. Oh, my goodness. Incredible. Incredible Vikings win. Wow. I'm still, yeah. I'm still just in awe, as I'm sure a lot of people are and will be for a while. Mm-hmm. All right. Time to, play, time to play a game. All right. How hot is – I'm just kidding. <laughs> the hot seat – there is no hot seat right now. Yeah, no. Maybe no. Greg Joseph, but that's about it. Yeah. yeah. And you know, like, that's just it. With with Greg, we're willing to forgive these things as long as we keep winning. Yeah. It's just oh, that one, it's the one miss, it's the one kick miss that loses us a game that you got to be worried about. And I guess another thing about this is it was very windy conditions. I oh, know it was an extra Buffalo's point. Tough. It was an extra point, but it was very windy. So, I mean, that's another reason I'm willing to cut a little slack. That and we end up getting the win. It was hard fought. Also, there hasn't been – I haven't seen any Instagram stories or anything like that of Kirk on the plane yet. I don't know if there will be for this win. It wasn't a pretty win. It's, I feel like even though we won this game, this isn't one you go really ch- bragging about and daunting I, about. I disagree um, with you. I think this one is worth more celebration than a win over Washington. And a lot of not, not for Kirk Cousins, though. Not I mean, for the offense. 
It's a full I mean, team win. Full team it win. is. It is. But this is a game where I think you got to take a sip of your humble tea. Uh, it's it's one of those things where it's it's looming over our head. Teams know that we beat them, but it's not like we're going to bring this win up and be like, we beat Buffalo. We're going to beat you. Because to be honest, like we said earlier, we really shouldn't have won this game. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> it, it was one of those things. It was well-earned. I think it was a well-earned. Oh, it's well-earned. It's well-earned. But like I said, we got to take a sip of the humble tea. And this is like one of those things where it's it's known – People are scared of you because of it, but I don't. Right know. now, I, I think the best thing for the Vikings to do: keep your head forward, keep playing how we're playing. And well, go for sure, for yes, but I think there's going to be some celebrating to be done. Oh, yeah. absolutely. I think you know you put your head down when you get back into practice on Tuesday, but I think you know for this plane ride home, this was a game nobody really gave you a chance. Most of the experts were not picking the Vikings. This is one that I think is cause for celebration. Absolutely. But enough on that anyway. How well do you guys remember last season? Okay, so the score is 12-8 in favor of Kerry. Austin got the last point. So, Kerry, this is your question. Should you choose to accept it? All right, you ready? Hit me. All right, so, again, Dalvin got his career-long rush this week. So, okay, my, my question is this. How long was Dalvin's longest run of the 2021 season? Hmm. I'm going to say... How long was the run today? 82? 81, I believe. 81. I'm going to go... 70. No. I'm going to go 69. Nice. Is that your final answer? No, it's not. 62. That's my final answer. 62 final answer. Sorry for the interruption, but I just got a notification. Uh, Packers beat the Cowboys 31-28 in a huge Christian Watson game. Oh, and not Will. Not Will. Not Will. I keep telling you. But the Bears lost today. Bears did lose. Bears lost uh, another hard-fought game, 30-31 against the Lions. But that is neither here nor there. Austin, the question Wait, what is did, yours. How long what was Terry's carry... longest run of the season last year? And what did Kerry say? 62. And Kerry, that is your final answer? Yes, that is my final answer, Mike. All right, it's locked in. What do you got, Austin? I'm going to go 63, so if it's anything higher, I win. Is that your final answer? Yes. All right, well, Austin? Yeah. You just got another point. The score is now 12-9. Uh, his longest run was 66 yards last year. God. There you go, 12-9. Kerry, you got to get it together. He's on a streak. You're kidding me. What do you You guys had this prearranged. Pow, pow. No. How could we? I don't. I don't know. You tell me. Well, okay. If, if you would have said sixty-nine, and he, Austin, what would you have said had he had he gone with his original answer there? Um. Oh, I Since don't know. You seem to base your answers off of what Kerry said. If he would have said sixty-nine, I don't know if I would have gone seventy because what his biggest one up until then was seventy-one. 
Uh, I, I actually don't know what his biggest up until then was. I might have gone a little. No, I might have gone 70, or I probably would have gone one below, maybe. All right. Well, I feel like I knew it was in the 60s, but I didn't know where it was going to be in the 60s. So I just was going to put it that on. That was my either. thing, too. I originally was like, oh, it was like 70-something yards. And I was like, no, that's probably career long. So, But when you said 62, I was like, that gives me a lot of wiggle room above you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's 60, 66 yards. Well, anyway, the score is 12 to 9. That is how well you remember last season so far. Oh, I, I do have another thing here. Uh, we actually got a question on Twitter. No way. We sure did. It's been a while. So uh, I, I bet you can't guess who asked it. Is it Doob? It's Doob. Let's Big shout out, Doob. Thanks for listening. So this is what he says. He says, okay, he prefaces this, not related to the game, but according to Wikipedia, since the team's first season in 1961, the Vikings have had one of the highest winning percentages in the NFL. As of 2022, they have won at least three games in every season except for 1962. And now the question is, is maintaining this legacy worth having slightly less preferable draft position in a worst-case scenario? And do you think the 62 Vikings should be forgiven? I'm going to start out, absolutely. Legacy is definitely worth having slightly worse draft position, 100%. No question there from me. Yeah, I agree with you there because, you know, Teams like the Patriots in their dynasty, they got that by drafting really well, regardless of position, you know? So I, and look at the teams like the Browns that have had the first overall pick the last, you know, there was that period there where they had the first overall pick or like a top five pick even for a long time. Look what they did with it. Pretty much nothing. As much as the Vikings have done the last few seasons. I mean, look at the Jaguars this season. I mean, they've had, Two years of back-to-back first overall yeah, picks. Where is that overall pick picks. right now? I mean, and look how they're doing. Not good. I don't envy their position for sure. Or the Lions, you know. They're consistently having top five draft picks. And where are they? I mean, they just beat the Bears, but I mean, the Bears who no, have no saying. defense. Yeah, that's really not saying much. No, it's really not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, And then do you think the 62 Vikings should be forgiven? I mean, it was 1962. I'm, I'm absolutely ready to forgive them for that. No grudges will be held by me. I don't know. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not willing to take the 62 Vikings off the hook just yet. <laughs> What's it going to take? Uh, I think they'll, get a, they'll come off the hook when we finally win a Super Bowl. Probably. I like Kerry. No, 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 no. I don't know. They might be off the hook. I, I still think Blair Walsh is still like on the Minnesota hook. Yeah. Carrie, are you willing to forgive those 62 Vikings? Yeah. There have been much worse performances over the years that, you know, there, there's plenty, especially, you know, that, that was a long, long time ago. Right. And also, I think if, if we think about, well, they've had at least three wins in every season. Uh, to me, that's not that stat in itself isn't super impressive. I mean, it shows that they're not the bottom, bottom, bottom of the barrel ever, really. But uh, I mean, a- am I comfortable with my team ever just having three wins? Not really. But I guess I, I see 
I see where you're coming from with this uh, this analysis here. You know, three wins at least every single year. You never you can't do worse than that. No, you can't. And yeah. if you you know, in my lifetime, if the Vikings ever lost, uh, or if the Vikings only had like less than three wins in a season, I would you know heads would roll, and I would be the one to do the the chopping. Right. I mean, I think at the, at that point, if we if we get to a point where the Vikings are having less than three wins, and we're doing this show, if we do this show, are we are we taking a break for the no. remainder of the season? If we see no. that it's just going that way, no, because that's when we it becomes satire. Yeah, I guess so. Huh? Yeah, I mean, we just change the change the course of the show. I well, mean, the show, but the show is called "This Is Our Year." Well, I guess last year you look at last year when we were doing this, it almost became satire. Just, it was just, it was kind of sad. It was I like, what? It, yeah, it pretty much became the, is this the week they'll fire Zimmer show? That's really what it was. It, it, so, I mean, I'm really happy that, it, I mean, it's a great year to be a Vikings fan. This might actually be our year. So, I mean, who, who knows? Who knows? According to Justin Jefferson, um, he said in his locker room or his, uh, post-game presser he said after a win like this um he said something to the effect of like this is this has to be the year or this is the year Um, i know he said like this is the best team i've been around but he said something and i was like oh gosh if it had just been like one or two words flipped around he would have said this is our year (laughs) (laughs) justin jefferson in the locker room he says this is our year and then we could have clipped that and that would have been that would have been it. We could have died happy. Fan <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> of the show, Justin Jefferson. No, I mean that would that would we'd have to get him on, and I think he'd probably come on for that reason. You know, he'd, he'd come on. He'd come on. We when are we getting a player on, Mike? You know, I I reached out to a Caleb Evans. Uh, he has not. He hasn't responded. But uh, that's one of those things where like they have like uh, business inquiries. Uh, reach my agent. I talked to, I messaged to Caleb directly and, you know, he probably gets a lot of messages because again, he's very interactive with fans, but is that something that you reach out to an agent for? And if you do that, do you have to like pay? Yeah. I don't want to have to pay any, I mean, maybe I'd be willing to pay if it's the thing that got this show off the ground. Maybe I would be willing to pay. I mean, maybe nothing crazy though. No, I, I guess so. You know, if, if it was if if we were all chipping in to make this thing work, but you know, that being said, a, a Caleb, if you are listening, and if that's what it's going to take to get you on the show, I guess name your price and we'll talk. <laughs> but keep in mind who we are. <laughs> exactly, exactly. We're we don't get paid for this. We don't really have sponsors or anything. We should Manscaped. <laughs> are they sponsoring us? I haven't gotten paid yet. Oh, I thought you guys were getting the $300 monthly royalty checks, too. I'm just kidding. Nope. <laughs> I'm just Josh. Nope, nothing for me. Not at all. N- no Madscape check for you, Austin? Austin, are you there? Oh, I am. I have, I have not got it as well. 
I was gonna say, were you were you checking checking your bank to see if like the direct deposit had come? I was exactly. I was looking it through. I, d- I didn't get it yet, Carrie. No, that that's that's too bad. Well, Carrie, congrats on uh, getting sponsored by Manscaped. I guess way to go. It ain't way much, to... but it's honest work. Yeah, I guess, huh? Got to keep that uh that mustache in check. Hey, and other things, you know. And other, of course, yeah. But overall, okay, let's get Football. back to this game. In- incredible, incredible. Um, really, just one of the most uh, one of the most fun games that you're gonna find, but also one of the most like devastating at times too. I'm just I'm sitting there, I'm saying, oh no, so many times through that game. Whenever Josh Allen, you know, he decides he's gonna scramble when there's a third and fifteen conversion or something like that, they were doing well. Those Bills were doing well converting on third downs. Yeah, yeah, yeah they were, that, they that were was scary. troubling to watch. That was troubling to watch, but at the same time, it's like, geez, it's the Buffalo Bills. What do you expect? Of course, right, they're no, really good. This wasn't like an anomaly or anything. No, no this is a team. special team. We were playing a very special team, a yeah. very well-rounded team. They got depth everywhere, and very, very well coached as well. Oh, for sure. There's no doubting that that dude knows what's up. Right. But he's and, bad and he, in overtime. He, uh, I saw a stat that was mentioned right before we went into overtime. Going into this, um, he was one and two, so now he's one and three in overtime. And uh, our coach now is undefeated in overtime. Undefeated. That's our first overtime this season, correct? Yep. Yes, it is. So he's undefeated. Undefeated. You know when? When does uh, Kevin O'Connell get starting? Seriously entered into the coach of the year conversation because it seems like a lot of the coaches that are being put in there, you got Nick Sirianni with the undefeated Eagles. That makes sense. And you got Mike McDaniel with the Dolphins. To me, I don't know. I put O'Connell over McDaniel at this point. Well, I think the main reason that they want to put McDaniel, excuse me, in the conversation is, you know, the adversity he deal he dealt with with, you know, not having Tua for a while. You know, after that a thing like fault. that, that that well, yeah, <laughs> and they a, lost. At, but after a thing like that, that can really break a team. And the Dolphins, you know, it's still very early to call. I agree, it's too early, and he should not be considered like the number one. But if the Dolphins end up with like the top record in the AFC somehow by the end of the season, I think they do need to. He does need to be put in the conversation for the adversity that that team has dealt with. Well, I guess you know actually. You know, you're right, because after the Bills lost today, they moved to third place in their division. Can you believe that? Wow. They were holding the number one seed. Now they are in third place in their division, hanging on to a wild card spot. Wow. Dolphins. Any given, any given Dolphins Sunday. Dolphins move up to first in that division. Any given Sunday, as they say. It can happen. The, the Jets sit above the Bills. Who'd have thought that? Her cousins at 1 p.m. It's yep. terrifying. You know, that's okay. Sorry, but I, I, you know, it's just the Minnesotan in me. I always like to call it the noon game. You know, I know it's the 1 p.m. game in the Eastern time or whatever, but it is noon, Kirk Cousins. Well, yeah, it's, 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 it's noon. noon exactly. But a lot of people do, you know, they, they talk about that 1 p.m. Kirk Cousins, but you know, that's just the New York, the national media, you know. Hey, this is a mid, this is a regional Midwest show, baby. Exactly. Sorry, it's, the, it's the New Yorker in me. New Yorker, huh? There's like no New Yorker in you, though. I know. <laughs> do you know where uh, 
do, do you know how how your family came to America, Austin? Yeah. Did they come? They through came Ellis straight. Island? Oh, I don't know about that. I I know they just they migrated from Ireland and settled in Minnesota. It's a pretty straightforward. Okay. Okay. On my dad's side, uh, I think I don't know, and the farthest I know is Flint, Michigan. That's where they're from. Hmm. Yeah, no, oh, no. I was just wondering to see if maybe maybe there was some New York ties. You know, like maybe your no. family came into New York. Who I don't know. No, probably Whatever. not. Anyway, let's let's move on here. So, where do you guys put the "This is our year" o meter after a huge, thrilling, amazing overtime win? Over the Buffalo Bills. I think last week I was sitting at an 83. I am now jumping probably the biggest leap I've had so far this season up to a 90. Uh, I, I just, I, you know, last week my whole reasoning was just, I, I got to see us beat a team. I need to see us beat an actual team convincingly. Now, I wouldn't call this the textbook definition of convincingly. Otherwise, I would maybe even consider like a, 94 you know but i to me if you're getting in the 95 plus territory that means we've secured the number one seed you know and we're not there yet so but for now i'm gonna go 90 because i'm just gonna hope and pray for philly loss austin how about you i so where was i last week like in 95 you were at a 95 which i thought was a little high so um yeah, so the speedometer now is at 30 because the pressure is so intense that it blew a gasket and it swung all the way around and it's now just popping back and forth at the 30. It's, whoa, it's just, whoa. Yeah, we're that intense right now. No, you just went from 95 before the Bills game. We beat them thrillingly, 33 to 30 in overtime against a team that has not allowed 15 points a game on average and it blew the system it blew the system yeah this is unheard of this is unprecedented 30 we're gonna have to call somebody in to fix it because it's it's so it's taking on too much pressure right now your meter's broken man austin just admit that you went way too high last week and you don't know how to go higher I, i i this is how you go higher until i can get somebody out here to fix it it's just it's going to be jumping back and forth. Look, and I get it. Like, for me personally, I'm not, going, I'm not going above 95. Like, I'm sitting mine at like a 91. I think I was, you know, like an 87 or something last year. 91 last week. 91 feels right for me this time. But I get why, you know, you can't go higher than 95 at this point. We're still not the number one team in the NFL as far as record goes. It feels weird to go lower. So your solution is to break the scale? <laughs> Yes. This is unprecedented. Unbe- yeah. wow. We've never, never, ever seen anything like this in the history of this show. I have thirty percent confidence in my team. Is what you're I don't saying. think that we have ever, even last year when we were losing all year. I don't think it was ever as low as thirty, was it? Oh, that's not. It's not low, Mikey. It it went too far. It there's nowhere. A hundred is as high as it can go. It my scale is broken. Far. You went too far. You it went you, too far. Icarus, you flew too close to the sun. This is it's it's we're not sitting at 30, Mikey. It's we're just we can't even read what it is because it's over the okay. given amount in the meter. 
Well, did you did you blow the engine, or is it just the meter that's? No, I, I I'm leaving it until the guy can come and fix it. You just can't read it. The guy, who's the guy? <laughs> yeah, I can't read it. <laughs> yeah, who's gonna fix this? Yeah, who's the guy? I, I don't know. We who do we f- the thing. Who do we face next week? Cowboys. Okay, they said the they don't know which uh, mechanic is going to come out. It's either going to be a guy named Dak or Cooper, but maybe one of them can fix it. I mean, Cowboys, who just lost to the Packers, by the way, who this whole season pretty much, we've been saying the Packers are kind of frauds. I mean, though, I mean, Rodgers might have found a guy that he can actually throw the ball to, not named Alan Lazard. So I don't know. Maybe there, Maybe there's some winning in the future. For the Packers, maybe they're not complete frauds, but I don't know. If we want to believe what we've been saying this season, if the Packers were able to beat the Cowboys, I mean, come on. Put up over 30 points on them. Let's do it. I mean, let's get in there and beat these guys at home. This year is different. We've always been able to compete with the Cowboys. I've got complete faith, but that is for another episode. Yes. Yeah. Indeed. this was just just an excellent game. I mean, again, what a way to wrap pretty. up the weekend too. Yeah, yeah, not pretty. Definitely game of the week. Should have been America's game of the week. That one finishes up, and then you see the graphic for oh, America's game of the week: the Packers and the Cowboys. Like, who cares? We just finished this one. This was absolutely thrilling. Yep. You can't tell me that that was the game of the week. That that wasn't the game of the week. Right, I was referring to uh, Cowboys and the Packers. But yes, because this game, it was the game of the week, maybe the game of the year. And again, like you said, Kerry, it might even go beyond this year. This might be one of the best games that we have seen in the NFL in a very long time. I I mean, yeah, I don't really get how anybody can not call it that. Start to finish, an absolute thriller, edgier seat. And even if I... If it had been two non-Viking teams, I still would have held the same opinion that, oh, my God, what did I just watch on national TV, you know? Right, and, like, honestly, both quarterbacks, they played pretty well. I mean, obviously enough to get that score up high, but neither of them had a positive turnover or touchdown-to-interception ratio. They both went one touchdown, two interceptions. Well, that's what you get when you got two gunslingers. Yeah, exactly. Kirk Thuggins. <laughs> Kirk being the better of the two, obviously. Of course, yeah. I mean, he got the win. And as we all know, QB wins are the most important stat in the league. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm a firm believer. Are you oh, being sarcastic? Yeah, I am being sarcastic. Okay, good. I was too. No, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't believe that. I mean, there, there's something to be said about, you know, some of that stuff. But we don't – yeah, whatever. We don't need to get into it. <sighs> but anyway, that was – so much fun. So much fun. Uh, do you guys have anything that you want to add about the end of this game? Justin Jefferson, if he continues playing well, he should be considered for offensive player of the year. 100%. That's my that's my that's one of my takeaways from today. 100%. I'm with you. Austin, how about you? Um, um, pass. Pass. You know, Okay, just before before we go, is this one of these things? How much how much gas in the tank does Dalvin have left after this year? You know, because he's still able to break off for a huge run. He's got speed. He's got juice. 
He might not be quite as elusive as he used to be, but he is capable, as we've seen, of breaking off for big plays, game-changing plays. So yeah, I'm not quite sure. That's that that was our storyline heading into this season was how much will Dalvin be able to impact the games, and it seems you know we maybe would not have won the game. We wouldn't have won the game today without him. You know, no, momentum-changing play. Yeah. I don't know. That'll be that'll be something to monitor as we go into the end of this year and the off season. Will we I pick think... up Alexander Madison's contract? Like it's it's gonna be something to something to look at, something to take yeah. note of. Definitely during of... this off season, there's gonna be some conversations about this running back room. Maybe some tough conversations. I don't know. I don't know. You can't keep everybody. You simply can't afford it. There's not enough money. We'll, we'll, we'll start a we'll crowdsource some some cash so they can keep them both. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to start a GoFundMe for the Wilfs. Yeah, I guess there is a way. There is a way to do it. You just have to have rich owners who are okay with you know signing bonuses and all that stuff. So there's always ways around the cap, but maybe we need to get Ziggy on the show. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. You know, maybe he can even make a charitable donation. A sponsor, if you will. You gentle, you are fine young gentleman. Here's $20, this literal billionaire. You are a fine young gentleman. I'm actually going to be suing you. Oh, you yeah, that was that too. Never again. You guys can't say the word Vikings on your show. Viking, he can't take that away from us. You cannot say Minnesota Vikings. Vikings is an adjective. I think, right? Is that Vikings yeah? Is a That's a plural noun. No, no, Vikings <laughs> isn't. Vikings aren't a thing. Vikings are an act of doing something. When you are Viking, that is the act of raiding and pillaging. Yeah, it's not an actual verb, thing. No, aren't Vikings, verb, Vikings verb. pillage? No, Vikings are pillaging. It's the 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 term of Viking is is going out and doing it. It's not like you're actually a Viking. Do you guys want to like, go out and Viking today? Is well, that that's kind of what it, Vikings is like, an, is the verb is like going out and actually raiding and pillaging and looting. No, you're acting like a Viking at that point. You're not, Mm-mm. you're not Viking. They didn't, Vikings, that, it didn't become a thing until after. That's not what they were actually called when they were actually Vikings. And we never can wore we, horns on our helmets either. Can we settle this? I just Googled it. Viking, noun, plural noun, Vikings, any of the Scandinavian seafaring pirates and traders who raided and settled in many parts of Northwestern Europe in the 8th through 11th centuries. So, Austin, how would you use it in a sentence if it were if you were using it as a as a verb, an action verb? Okay, if me and you were two uh, Scandinavians and uh, during that time and the season of pillaging would be coming up, I would ask you is uh are you excited this year to go a Viking to go a Viking to go a Viking or go like go about of Viking and raiding, so, but they wouldn't have used it either at that time. Cause the term Viking became like was started to get used much later after they were around. Well, it's a so lot. I would say in a sentence in my spare time, I like to Vike. <laughs> no, it's not like that, but like, cause they were, they didn't call each other Vikings or anything like that. Well, no, it's a modern, it's it, a modern word given to, to them for sure. But it's still a noun. I think that makes it a noun. 
I, 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 I'm pretty sure it isn't because I think that's a, it's a maybe modern day, like it turned into a noun, yes. But yeah, I think the maybe, original maybe term of let it. America decide. Yeah, I don't know about this one, Asti. I mean, do you have the do you have the dictionary turned uh, right side up? Yeah, no, that was just this is what I read. It's a noun from. Oxford oh, I'm talking about Austin. Does Austin is Austin? Oh, I, I'm going to it now to look at it. Uh, maybe just it does a, say noun. Is Viking a verb? Okay, so there's also an adjective. And that's what I said. I did say adjective originally, so I was yes, correct. But an, ad- but an adjective describes related to the Vikings. Yes, but what is it? It's an adjective relating to the Vikings or the period in which they lived. It's a very Viking way of life. Sorry, man. Dictionary. I think the dictionary knows. It's okay. Well, Anything else? Any any last second thoughts on this game? Or anything related? Or not related? I'm just excited. Excited for what's to come. Me too. Heck of a heck of a season to be a Vikings fan. All right. Well, that will do it for us. Catch us as we preview the Cowboys game. That'll be at home next week. I believe that is a 325 game. Uh yep. Correct. Yeah, no, it'll it'll be a blast. I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. We'll see you then. See you then. And welcome to the after show. Austin, I'm so sorry that we tore you apart there. Yeah, man. That, it's not cool, but I mean, it's true. It was pretty silly. Oh, Anything? no, did we offend him so badly? I mean, I, just one of those things, you know. I'm sorry. I was looking at highlights from the game today. Oh, no, that's that's fair. But, uh, yeah, that was a... It was interesting. For sure. Um, what is the worst thing that can be put on a pizza? Ooh. Pineapple. Really? Really? Yeah, I, pineapple doesn't belong on pizza. I'm sorry. It's gross. Really? <laughs> Close second is Canadian bacon. What? Yeah, it's just their abomination. It's ham. Don't don't call it Canadian bacon. Don't call it anything like that. It's ham. Well, yeah, you're not gonna. And it's not good. It's not. It's not good.
No, I mean, bacon, yeah. it's worse than pepperoni. It's worse than actual bacon, which I think, by the way, bacon. Well, yes. If me, you had to power rank like the main meats to put on a pizza, I would definitely put ham towards the bottom. Probably if I were to just get a pizza on its own. With it's the worst the- meat to put on a pizza. Well, and then if you go on to the vegetables or fruit, pineapple is the worst of them as well. It is great with, it is great with pineapple. I do no, like it's... pineapple on pizza, but I'm with you on the Canadian bacon. Overrated. I mean, I think if we're rating them, it's got to go pepperoni, sausage. Honestly, I put hamburger above that. Then probably actual bacon. Well, and chicken. Don't forget chicken. Chicken is amazing. Chicken. On pizza. No, no, chicken goes above hamburger. Honestly, chicken goes above sausage for me. Mm-hmm. I. I would probably have to agree. I don't really like sausage pizzas on their own. Like, I'll eat them, but I would much prefer beef or bacon or beef and bacon. I like to get that one because then you got, like, you know, the best of both worlds. Obviously, pepperoni's great on its own. Pepperoni's incredible on its own. Ham, I will eat on its own, but it's better with the pineapple. Hmm. But the yeah. thing that I will absolutely not touch on a pizza is any amount of olives. No, no, that's my favorite. Garbage pizzas, extra olives, please. I, I love a garbage pizza, too. I'm, I'm a fan. What about you know, the slobs? You guys are pigs. But something oh. that I think does not belong on a pizza, and I don't think it really belongs much of anywhere. I'm not a cilantro kind of kind of a guy, you know? You're a loser. Like cilantro is pretty disgusting. Just You'd rather taste. have pineapple yeah. or cilantro? Absolutely. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. That's why I said I wouldn't have pineapple on pizza. Have you ever had pineapple on pizza? More than I would like to admit. Hmm. So well, you've, given, mean, you've given it a chance then. No, and I believe you. I've given I it a chance, you. and it's not good. It makes it wet. There's a large percentage of people who say that they don't like pineapple on pizza, or they say that it's gross, but they've never well, yeah, even they tried just, it. Yeah, and they just want to say it for attention. I used to say that until I had pineapple on pizza. I'm like, this is actually pretty good. But okay, I'm not saying I'm not trying to invalidate you. It's not for everybody, and that's okay. No, I will. Austin, your opinion is wrong. No, I'm pineapple <laughs> on no. pizza is no is dumb. Doesn't taste good. It's a bad idea. Now pineapple by itself, love it. Pineapple with like a fruit salad. Mm, give me more pineapple and yogurt i am down for it but don't put it on a baked pizza i kind of like it it's like you, you i kind of like it yeah and the juicy and the <laughs> tomato and the pineapple juice it's excellent i don't want the juice on my pizza i'm sorry the only liquid i want on my pizza is the grease like i don't want pineapple juice i want pineapple juice in a cup with rum Oh, I don't, Austin. Do you want a pacifier with your with your blankie as well? <laughs> no. Pineapple no. is gross. I get it on man. pizza. I mean, I I'm the same way with olives. I just won't touch them. I think it's really gross. They're slimy. I hate the way they smell. So. Oh, I love the way they smell. All right. What's the your your favorite pizza topping? Something that if you could request to just have added to any given pizza, what would it be? Um, like a single topping or like a style, right? If there's something like for me, I'll say if there's, if you throw mushrooms on any pizza, it makes it better for me. Any pizza, Ugh. mushrooms, gross, olives. Come on. 
I I honestly like an olive and cheese pizza. I'll get olives with no meat. Oh, I think it's my good. God. I like the salt. It's good. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Green olives, food. especially green olives. No, green olives I, are better. I, I'm of the mindset where um, I really like uh, green peppers or bell, Ooh, pe- a- bell peppers in general on a pizza. It's always yeah. good. Yeah. I love, I love peppers. You know, I like garbage pizza. I like a veggie lover's pizza. I like a meat lover's pizza. I love a margarita pizza. Yeah, I love a margarita pizza. I love a taco pizza. I love a I don't chicken like alfredo taco pizza. pizza. See, White taco sauce, pizza, red sauce. I want to have a taco pizza that is actually done well. I've never I'm, had one that is I'm telling done you. well. I don't like the tortillas. They get soggy. Try Pizza Corner. Try Pizza Corner one. Really? But, yeah. No, Pizza Corner. Very good. I've, I've plugged them before. I'll do it again. Pizza Corner. Again, their garlic chicken alfredo pizza. I think that's the way to go. But if you want to try a decent taco pizza or at least give it a chance... Give it a try. Give it a try. All right, I'll have to write that one down. Yep. Pizza have you guys corn. got Chicago style pizza? Uh, like, like the what? like where it's actually like where you cut into it and it's like almost like a cake and it's like the cheese is under the sauce. Is it kind of like a like a deep dish style. It's super pizza? deep. It's super deep dish. Like, like, it's literally yeah. It's like when you cut into it, the cheese just falls and melts. Uh, I don't know if I I've ever had it. Have. If I have, you know, it wasn't like memorable enough for me. I, I like it's like the pizza, you have pizza. to like you only eat like one slice of it because it's just so massive. I've had a pizza like that before. I've had pizzas that have been so deep dish where it's like you can't eat, you know, more. It's than almost like lasagna. Yeah, you, I was really. gonna ask that. Do you guys remember the? Did you ever? have like the coupons like for like you get like when you read enough or something like that for like oh, yeah. a for the pizza, personal pan pizza, pizza, pizza sure. yeah those are pretty good those yeah it's a classic personal pen really pizza. can't go wrong with those yeah i mean that being said i'm not a big pizza hut guy but oh no, like some good memories from being a kid what's your what's the best like chain Domino's. no it is not for me it's papa john's I'm a Papa John. I just like that they give the the pepper in the box. I mean, I will say, you know, growing up in Little Falls, basically the pizza delivery that we had was Domino's. It was, but if you got Charlie's, Charlie's was good. Shout out to Charlie's. Charlie's Little Falls. It's always somebody's pizza, though. Yeah, you it's like Matt, Derek's, David's, or whatever. Yeah, it's always mm-hmm. some. What is pizza finally going to liberate itself? You know. Right, right. Somebody doesn't have to own pizza for it to be good. Yeah, you know, what is it? Like Pizza Corner. That's a that's creative, you know. What's the worst? Little uh, Caesars? Yes, Little Caesars is by far the worst. I had the worst experience in a Little Caesars yesterday. Didn't you just tweet something about how you like Little Caesars? No, 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 no. I tweeted yesterday, I now have a personal vendetta for Little Caesars. Oh, right, 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 right. I get you, I get you. It was the worst fast food service, worst um, just overall atmosphere. I the, the food was pretty all right. Food was pretty good, but the way that it like kind of half ruined my day, I wouldn't want to put my worst enemy through that. Wow! It was it was it was of that caliber. No, Little Caesars is bad. 
Uh, we as a podcast, we as a group here, uh, I think we can safely say that we stand against Little Caesars. We yes, I mean, if Little Caesars wants to sponsor us, um, you know, give me a thousand dollars and I'll maybe consider it. But other than that, if they want to sponsor us, I will turn around and say they are the best pizza in the entire world. What kind of a sponsorship are we talking about? Like, do we have to change the name of our podcast? We say presented by Little Caesars. This is our year. The Minnesota Football Show presented by Little Caesars. (laughs) I think I would rather keel over and die before hearing that. Well, yeah, because like, I don't really, if they're going to offer us like perks or benefits, sorry, I'm not going to cash in on those. I don't want free Little Caesars. Yeah, they're not sellouts either, you know. No, no. I mean, we're going to, if we're getting a sponsor, you know, it's going to be somebody, a company that we believe in, a company that we like, you know, one that we will actually feel good about vouching for, you know? So big question here. There's been a lot of news recently regarding uh, Elon Musk's purchase of Twitter and some of the weird changes he's made. Are we going to get verified? No. Yes. No. Yes. I, I my vote is yes. No. I think yes. no. I hate the new Twitter. Yes. I think it's the stupidest, stupidest thing that he's yes. doing here. It's yes. it's, it's a, a pay to play, idea. and I'm not yes. playing. I think I, if you, I'm down for it. I'm getting if we're getting verified, we're gonna get verified the hard way. I'm not paying no. for check mark. Are you kidding me? It's you, eight dollars. You're right. We're getting verified the real way. No, that's so lame. So Austin, lame. do you do you have a blue check mark? Are you a Twitter blue subscriber? No, I'm not. But it it I would I'm down for it. Yeah, Are you down name. for it on your your personal account? Because that could really, if you want to do it, that could really give us some cred. Having like a verified individual. <laughs> oh yeah, I am yeah, down Austin, for it. Take a hit for the team. Do it. Come on, man. Do it. Give me the credentials. I'll get us a blue check mark. No, not not for our podcast Twitter. Yes. No, no. Yes. No, you have to. This is for your own personal your game. personal Twitter. I will merge my Twitter with the Twitter that we have for the podcast and get us a blue check mark. And I, I'm not. Oh, a I think you guys are getting old. Me. You need to let somebody young rejuvenate this social media platform that we don't have. Elon he, Musk is not he, young. Yeah. And he was probably older than the people who already had Twitter. Here's the thing. He, yes. he decided, well, I'm super rich. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to buy Twitter. And then he had an it. idea that I'm going to start charging for a blue check mark. And Genius. he didn't talk to anybody about it. He just did it. And it's stupid. And there's a lot of stupid. mistakes. A lot of things going wrong with Twitter. I miss the old Twitter. I really do. I do miss the old. They're going to start uh they're going to start pushing the Twitter blue subscribers to the tops of feeds and if you are verified the other way or if you aren't verified it's going to be a real hassle to find you. Why are we not getting on top of this ball now? Because I am not paying $8.99 to verify our podcast. Whenever anybody goes to look at it, they're going to take a look at the account. Tell me, how many times have you done this already? You see somebody who's verified that you don't know. You go take a look at the account. You click on I the don't. thing. I don't, I don't because I don't care that much to like, I don't want to go digging to find out if the information I'm reading is correct, which is probably on me. Because, like, if I see something where it's, like, a nuclear missile is coming to the United States, duck and cover, and it's... With a blue check mark? 
yeah, and it's a blue check mark, and it's some guy with Biden's profile picture, but the username is Joe Biden with like an M at the end, and it's like, you know, I'll maybe do a little bit of digging to find out, but other than that, I don't care that much. To like, you can click on the check mark, and they'll tell you if they if they're verified, like actually verified, or if they're a Twitter Blue subscriber. I don't want people to click on our show and be like, oh, they're just a Twitter Blue subscriber. Well, I don't care about anything they say because that's what I think when I see somebody who does that. I'm I'm probably just going to mute you if you paid for a check mark so that you think that your voice matters more. Power to the people? No. It's power to the people who have money. That's what it is. Thanks, you tell them, Mikey. Thanks, old man, Kopikoff. You will not see me paying for a blue check mark for this show never uh, you, you're you're in the right i'm just imagining you wearing like a cardigan and having like some suspenders right now i love it yeah just sitting in my my big chair yeah you kind of remind me of uh the guy from up like right after his wife dies and before the kid comes into his life he's all just crabby yeah it's you're beating world. up on it's the guy touching your mailbox yeah, he smacked him in the head with his cane. You did that. that. You did that. Is that movie rated G? It's a great movie. I love it. It is. Excellent. Excellent film. Animation. Oh, wow. They really were. No, they did a lot with the colors. But, I mean, can you imagine if they would have made that movie today, how much more beautiful and, like, detailed it would be? Oh, yeah, with 4K and everything and all the technology. Yeah, incredible. Because if you watch it, it's still a beautiful story, and they do a lot with, like, colors and just, like, the landscape and all that Oh, stuff. does it not but... hold up? No, no it, it does. Up. I'm not saying it doesn't hold up, but, like, if you watch... Okay, I'll use The Good Dinosaur as an example. I don't think it was that Pixar's best, far from it. But I think the work that they did on, like, landscapes, incredible. One of Pixar's best in that single respect. And you look at Toy Story 4, again, I don't think that was one of their best movies. But... You look at the details and the animation and how far they've come. Yeah, I, I think I think Up takes a huge step forward if it was made today. Maybe they'll have to remake it. <laughs> that I mean that uh, that's pro you know what the the whole thing that they kind of did with Avatar leading up to the leading up to the where they like re released it remastered it. I would see that starting to happen soon with more things. Yeah, I mean. We, I mean, I guess it's it's popular to do it with video games. I guess why not with with movies too? I think, yeah. yeah. Well, now the new Avatar movie's coming out. I'm... I don't know. I'm not super excited. Neither am I. I'm not in that. No, I do have to go see Black Panther though. Yes, I, I did see a tweet yet? today that this Vikings game was better than the new Black Panther movie. Wow. I mean, that's. I don't know. I think this was a really great Vikings game, so that doesn't really give us a lot of insight on how the Black Panther movie was. If it was a bad game, I mean, that wouldn't be a wouldn't be very encouraging. But I don't know. It's an excellent. Hey, but a win's a win. A win is a win is a win. And you know what I have to say to that? Skull. 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 Later, guys. Skull. Is that it? Okay. Yep. yep. Oh. Okay. Bye. Bye. That's our signing off. Skull. Go. Cool.